to entertain you, we'll sing your songs. Hey there, are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and, oh, the practical effects. <sighs> um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males... Hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. So the third season, the long-awaited third season of I Think You Should Leave is about to drop tomorrow on Netflix. Okay. All right. So I thought as, as this show continues to build its weird, fucked-up fan base, myself uh, included in that group, I thought let's do the closest thing they have to a Christmas episode, <laughs> which is season two, episode three, you sure about that? You sure about that? That's why. Um, so... Which so hold on before, before I had seen literally anything of this show, um, I had had friends send me clips before, mm-hmm. but other than that, I had never sat down and watched it. However, this particular clip has dominated my TikTok feed. Yeah, you sure about uh, that? The, yeah. You sure about that? So as soon as I saw the title of the episode when you sent it, I was like, "All right, I guess I'm finally gonna see the origins of this." And Boy, was I disappointed. <laughs> Not so, in the whole episode, but in like that portion. I'm like, oh, I so, really like that clip. <laughs> so I well, here's the problem. This episode and the you sure about that does something that's very rare, which is that it references a previous episode of the show, which this like ne- that never happens. So when okay. I was watching this and I saw that segment, I'm like, oh, this is not going to hit for Dylan whatsoever because it's the episode before that he's forced to go to lunch he's forced to go to a meeting on his lunch break and he slips a hot dog in his sleeve and is trying to like slyly eat the hot dog and then gets the hot dog lodged in his throat and they literally show a still from the sketch where it's like 
real photo with him and the hot dog in his mouth. You are correct. That was that was the main bit in this episode that I was like, all right, like I, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It's, the other stuff, the 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 main event. Well, why yeah. we're talking about this episode, um, and the fucking court case had me cackling dude so here's the thing with i think you should leave my brother showed this show to me when it first came out yeah. i don't know how he found out about it as quickly as it did it was like it came out day one and day two he was like sit down we're watching this you're gonna love it yeah and i hated it he showed me like the first three episodes i'm like this is so fucking stupid but then he was like you're gonna think it's stupid and then you're gonna keep quoting it and you won't be able to stop quoting it yeah and then that was like I sat down and watched the whole six episode first season. And then, yeah, I was like texting him constantly about it. And then the second season came out and that, I mean, that gave us what was probably the most memed thing for a month and a half, which was uh, the Johnny Havoc. Like, I just don't want to live here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that yeah. was like everywhere. I remember. So I remembered that. Um, I so I remember. <laughs> so, like, it shouldn't shock you that Tim Robinson at one point was a writer on SNL. He was very tight with the Lonely Island guys. They Lonely Island directs and executive produces this show, and it is yeah, it is like their humor cranked up to like a thousand, where it's so, just so abstract and bizarre, and like it's it's almost it it almost has an element of like. The exact same thing that I complain about Family Guy, where it's like they just repeat the joke over and over again. Yep. But somehow it fucking works on this show where like it doesn't for me on Family Guy, where it's so, constant escalation. What <laughs> like, this reminded me of, and again, I have only seen this episode. Yeah. So I don't want like staunch defenders to be like, that's not what this show's like at all. Yeah. This show reminded me of the live action stuff when Adult Swim tried to do live action stuff that just didn't work for me yeah like the tim and eric stuff like i was gonna say that when we were watching i watched some of this at my friend's house and yeah. someone was like this feels like tim and eric stuff yeah i'm like yeah yeah 100 yeah, which is nothing against them because i like them i like they did uh god i can't remember what it was but they came back and basically did Tim and Eric, but it was all based around horror. It was like short stories, and nice. and, and that was really fun. Um, so I, I don't hate them, but it was just a very like similar humor of this is so stupid. Like, this yeah. is so dumb. I was, I was nervous when I hit play, because I've only seen, I've probably only seen every one of these episodes once, maybe twice. Um so when I hit play, I forgot about the opening bit, and I was like, "Oh, I don't like. I'm not digging this. This could be bad." Like the the that was I yeah. Like I was like, "Oh no." Um, I I like an aspect of it where it's like it is relatable. It is relatable when you're getting food with a bunch of people and someone's food comes out and it looks so fucking so much good. better than yours. Yeah, too. you're just like, "Oh, I should have got that." <laughs> and then it's. It's almost like wish fulfillment. Like you wish yep. you could just like eat their food instead. It was fucking fun. It was like, it was funny when he finally just goes, "I'm gonna eat this whole thing." <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we get into like you said the the main event, the reason why we're here, and the way that this trailer is set up, <laughs> where it's like it's literally I wrote Detective Cashmere is what Peppermint should have been. 
where it's just like so hyper violent. But like, it's so funny because I love that they're basically the the concept is that it is a gritty, violent action movie. And Santa Claus just happens to be the actor portraying the main guy. (laughs) So I'm watching this. And again, I have no No frame of reference. I have no frame of reference. I've never seen this show before. I feel like you did tell me like why we were watching it, but I completely forgot as I'm sitting down watching it. And I'm like, this is fun. This is cool. And then if it it goes, I'm like, it's just some old guy. I'm like, I'm like, and it start. I see his beard. I'm like, is this no? Like that this the Christmas part's gonna come later on in the episode. (laughs) And it says, uh, who was what's the main character's guy's name? Uh, Uh, Detective Cashmere. Yeah, Detective Cashmere. Crashmore. 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 And he's like, and Detective Crashmore played by. Santa Claus, and I'm like, oh my god! This and then is it just fantastic. ends. Then it just jumps to another sketch. It leads yep. you. It it like edged yep. you a little bit, right? But I yeah. do love that. I wrote down three different lines that he says in the in the commercial, and yeah. the first one is he just goes, "You fucking suck," as he's like firing at people, and then another one is he goes, "Fuck you, you suck," and then the last one is when he puts a person in the ground. Shoots them in the head, gets blood all over his face, and then yep. just goes, "What are you dumb?" dumb. <laughs> like, like, and it's like it's so great because it really is depicting like it's it's like a joke on stunt casting, right? Like it's like this Santa Claus can't fucking act yep. at all, yeah. but it's, it's like really ooh. bad. Oh my god, it's so funny. We get the the hot dog vacuum, which is the sh- you sure about that? We we already talked about that. <laughs> We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and, oh, the practical effects. (sighs) Um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males... Hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. We're making an ad. Napping yeah. ads. I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> So, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad! That's the ad. That's the ad. And then we jump back to Detective Crashmore. 
And it's like this point on is like two of the funniest bits I've oh, ever seen. So good. So <laughs> good. So they set it up um, as like those like interview segments when, when movies are doing press and they send in a bunch of people and they have the two uh, co-stars of the movie who are, I'm assuming are pretending to be like trained actors yeah. and stuff like that. And they're sitting there and then they have Santa Claus. And of course the interviewer is just like you and I, we don't give a shit about that movie. Yeah. We want to talk about Christmas. <laughs> Goes, so what's yeah? What's the question he, he asks him? He doesn't even ask him anything yet. He's yeah. introducing everybody, and he goes, "And our last oh, guest, that's right. Our last guest needs no introduction because you know him for delivering gifts around the world every Christmas." And, and as soon, soon as he, as says, he it, says it, he fucking stands <laughs> up and takes the damn mic off his chest. And he goes, "I told your producer not to mention Christmas or that like, I do it at all." Like, <laughs> well, he said not to focus on it. I said, "Don't fucking talk about it." Yeah, and then he puts the mic back on. He goes, "Absolute fucking bullshit!" <laughs> like, it's so funny. And then he's trying to talk about the movie, and it's like. He keeps saying cosmic gumbo. He's like, we took some of the exploitation of the yeah. 70s with the gritty realism of a 90s action. Like he's he's like so into it. But While then they're he, playing really bad clips from the movie. Yeah, oh like, horrendous <laughs> clips. But then the other line that I <laughs> this whole bit kills me. He goes, I've seen every cock on the planet. He goes, you've seen everybody naked? He goes, well, I've got to see if they've got tattoos. If they do, they get no gifts. Yeah. <laughs> and then the interviewer he goes. never gets a gift. He's like, well, not that year. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> if they have a tattoo, they don't get a present. He goes, not that year, they don't. Like, <laughs> hey, man, that's how I like my Santa. True to form. Dude, it is so fucking <laughs> funny to me. He's like, and then what does he say? He's like. I mean, it's just not nice behavior. <laughs> like, it's like, hey, man, we all need our Santas to have standards. And this one has standards, man. And then he's trying to explain what a quote is. He's like, my quote is $2 million, which means that even if I do a bad job, they still got to pay me still that. Gotta pay, <laughs> they got to pay me the same amount or double next time. Even if I do a bad job. He keeps saying that. So even if it's not good, they still got to pay me. That's, that's a quote. Oh the two God. other actors who are like young as shit, like they they're they definitely in like so their early twenties. They're just so pissed off, <laughs> and he keeps going like, "Yeah, we used to joke on set." <laughs> <laughs> it's so they do such a good job of literally capturing the feel. Like it looks exactly like any of those like Entertainment Tonight interview yeah. spots. Like the framing and everything is perfect. Yep. And we've all seen those where, like, the you can tell that it's three actors that don't necessarily get along. Yeah, they're not friendly well. with each other at all. Um, it looks oh. like a Marvel movie interview. Cause yes. You, like, you know those those actors are barely in the same room with one another yeah. when they're one, creating the movies. 1,000%. Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, this has nothing to do with Christmas, but boy, do they end oh. on such a top-of-the-notch the sketch. The court case one is so damn good. Dude, Tim Robinson's first line delivery when she's reading. So basically, it's that there's an insider training court case, and they're reading the text messages. Yeah. 
And at a certain point, the text messages stopped being about the court case and all about their coworker Brian's stupid hat. But when the first one is, did you see Brian's hat? It cuts to Tim Robinson wearing this hideous hat. And he just goes, what the hell? And, like, <laughs> and then it's just like, then later on, it's like, I think he has dice in his pockets, but he's too afraid to take them out and show people. So he like slowly takes them out and puts them on the ground. And the guy keeps looking at him and goes, just fucking leave him alone. Okay? <laughs> Stop fucking messing with him. <laughs> And then the part that killed me the most is that they're in a meeting and he, it's like, and then he tried to do some Fred Astaire move where he rolls the hat down his arm and like the shot of him like trying to do it. It's so It is like there's good. like a five minute bit within a bit where his boss is trying to tell him to just take the hat off. <laughs> He's like, just take the hat off. He's yeah. like, it's not a big deal. We all think you should take the hat off. Yeah. He goes, what happened? He took the hat off and then he put his head, his face in his hands. You could tell he was crying and he said, you can't fucking do that. <laughs> it's like, he asked how much the hat cost and he yelled, it's illegal to ask. <laughs> it's an awful hat too. Like, it's like a fisherman's hat with a do-rag. Like, they, they said it was a fedora with a safari flap attached right. to it. A safari flap. <laughs> the guy at the store said, I'm the only person he's ever seen pull it off. <laughs> like, Holy shit. But yeah, the, those oh, sec- so those two sketches, I feel like capture in it, in its essence when like when I think you should leave, like, hey, it's a home run. Yeah. You're like, I showed it to a couple friends last night. I watched it twice yesterday because I watched it, wrote my notes, and then I was at like a game night and like we had a lull in the game night where like some people went outside for a little bit and the rest of us were inside and I was talking about it and I realized that the two people I was talking to had never seen. I'm like, let me show you this fucking court case sketch. And like my one friend, Steph was laughing so hard that it was like, she had like a wheeze. Like she was fucking dying. And like, it's like when it hits, it's like that level of laughter for you. Where you're just like dying. It's the cutbacks it, it kind of takes me back to that, like, Smiling Friends thing yeah. of my favorite character is that, like, dry response to the shit that's happening. Mm-hmm. Which, even though uh, Tim Robinson's character is the one who is wearing the stupid fucking hat, the parts that get me the most are when they cut back to him and he's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, like- why is this happening? Yeah. This is bullshit. Like, why yeah. are they talking about me? <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like at one point, the 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 other lawyer is just like, "What does this pertain to the case?" And then she yeah. just goes, "Dollar sign emoji." <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, so fucking good. So, would you would you recommend? I it's only fifteen minutes. Each episode's only about. 15 I was gonna say minutes. there's twelve fifteen minute long episodes. Yeah, if you're. To use a quote from how we talk on horror movie night, if yeah. you were ingesting a bag of Doritos, I think that you would have a good time watching. I think you should leave while while eating Doritos. Um, <laughs> I think I see what you're saying. <laughs> I think I'm picking up what you're putting down, man. <laughs> but uh, Dylan, I don't think you should leave. I want you to stay forever. Oh, I want you to stay forever too, Matt. Oh, whoa.
We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsie Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and, oh, the practical effects. <sighs> um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males... Hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 